0: All right, welcome back guys this is another episode of the skate fast podcast this is your host Michael and I feel like since we've had back-to-back interviews I feel like it'd be a really good idea to make an episode where I tell my life story on how I got into skateboarding I think it's pretty intriguing and I hope it inspires you guys to like want to go out and get a skateboard and start learning the because it's truly an amazing sport so I say let's jump right into it starting off sixth grade I was in sixth grade, watching YouTube after school. Typical stuff, normal day. And I came across this video of these people turning an iPad into a skateboard. Now that wasn't the only thing they do. They turned like a door, they turned a surfboard. They made uh, the most random things you can think of, they made it into a skateboard. And that really intrigued me. That really was cool to me. I remember I'd sit home after school, be stuck watching these videos for hours on hours. It was just something about these people taking an object and making it something different and skating it. You know what I'm saying? So I fell in love with those videos. And eventually I came to a point where I started watching those videos for the actual skateboarding. And I started enjoying the part where they were actually skating normal skateboards more than the boards that they created. And that kind of clicked in my head and I knew something was up. So I started watching skate videos and I started watching skate videos nonstop. I fell in love with it. I thought it was super cool. I thought it was awesome. I thought it was something that I've never seen before and something so out of there. And I just, I loved it. I love that there was no rules. It was, if you want to do a kickflip, do a kickflip. Your rules. It was awesome. I fell in love. Now, I decided, perfect, for Christmas I wouldn't ask my parents for anything but a skateboard. And that's exactly what I did, I asked my parents for nothing for Christmas but a skateboard. And I got Christmas presents, but not a skateboard. I was honestly kind of bummed, I wasn't trying to be a spoiled kid, I just, you know, something about skateboarding, I loved it so much and I wanted a skateboard and as a little sixth grader I didn't know how to get money to get a skateboard. So at the end of the night, my parents walked up to me and they said, hey, look, so we know absolutely nothing about skateboarding. You have been researching it nonstop. You put the board together, we'll buy it for you. And I was amazed, I was blown, I was very excited. I remember that night, I sat online with my parents and I told them, all right, I want this part because of this and I want this because of this and I want this part because it looks cool and I want this grip tape because it's the grippiest. And I remember the entire setup. I got Jessup grip, regular plain bolts, nothing crazy. I got a revive deck, thunder trucks, and some bones wheels with some bones reds bearings. Very basic board, but let me tell you, I loved it. I learned all my beginner tricks on it. It was amazing. So we ordered my board and it came in the mail. I was super excited. I had my uncle set it up with me because I was a little dude trying to cut the grip tape. I was probably gonna slide off, cut myself bad idea so he said on my board I held it up in the air like it was the holy grail I fell in love and I brought it outside and I stepped on my board immediately fell I fell straight on my head it hurt so bad and it kind of gave me a bad taste in the mouth I was like wow seriously I bought this board and I just immediately fallen and hurt myself that's kind of bogus but something in me wanted to keep going so I picked my board up Hopped on my board and I just cruised around the cul-de-sac a little bit and The feeling of pushing I just I remember that feeling so distinctly just pushing around and having that freedom I I fell in love. I knew skateboarding was something that I really wanted to pursue So I rode my skateboard all the time. I rode it to the store. I rode it to school I rode it back from school back home. I rode it from school to to the store. I rode it everywhere I'd call my homies tell them hey look Me at the skate park, I'll be there in like 30 minutes because I'm slow at riding my board, but I'll be there, you know, and I'd cruise there. And I really loved it, honestly. I I never found something that I loved more, but there was a point I came to where I feel like it was time to start learning something. I felt like cruising around is cool, but if I never learn a trick, I'm gonna be stuck cruising around forever. So I decided, why don't I learn how to ollie? which if you don't know what an ollie is, described by ridechannel.com, an ollie is a simple maneuver where you slide your front foot while popping the tail and you do a jump. So essentially an ollie is a bunny hop in skateboarding. So it took a couple of months. It it honestly took a while for me to learn how to ollie. I didn't know the foot movements, foot positionings. I knew nothing. I was just stuck watching the same YouTube video over and over and over just trying to learn this trick. And I remember sitting in my basement so distinctly, just popping the tail, sliding your front foot, jumping, all doing all that at the same time while simultaneously pushing down with your front foot in midair so you can level out your ollies. It was it was just confusion, too much for my little brain to handle. But I persevered and I learned it. I finally learned ollies, and I think it was two and a half months, maybe three. It took a while, and it open the doors wide open. Now, when I cruise around town, I lo- no longer have to stop and pick my board up. I could just simply ollie up the curb and get to the sidewalk. You see what I'm saying? It just, it opened up so many opportunities. Like if I find a ledge that I want to grind, all I have to do is a simple little ollie and I'm on top of the ledge and I'm grinding along. So it, it really made me more confident in skateboarding and it made me confident enough to even want to try kickflips now kickflips were my longest battle on skateboarding it took so long it took me two years to learn kickflips that was state just straight solid trying to kickflip two years it took so long so I remember I decided look I'm gonna learn how to kickflip It's gonna be the same thing as the ollie. I just gotta practice the steps. I'll eventually get them. So for about the first six months, I just sat in my basement popping my tail and learning the flick. Of course, I would try the kickflip here and there, but I never got close. So I just had to keep going back to the practice steps. And that's why I, for six months, was trying to learn how to flick. Eventually, I got the flick down and another six months passed for me just straight trying to kickflip. And it, it just wasn't happening. It wasn't working. It The board was never coming around. And I decided, look, skateboarding might not be my sport. I'm going to move on to a different sport. So I started scootering. And scootering was fun. I'm going to skip past all of it, though, because, of course, this is a skate fast, the Skate Fast podcast, all about skateboarding. We don't need to talk about scootering uh, either way. So I came back to skateboarding for my, would have been my fourth year, maybe third year of skating. And I still remembered how to ollie, and I still remembered all my basic tricks. I decided, look, if I never learn this kickflip now, I'm never gonna learn it. I might as well give it all I got, just try to learn it. So I came back to skateboarding, And for the next six months, I practiced the same practice steps over and over, just like I'm redoing what I did before. The only thing that was different this time was I had more balance on my board. I felt more comfortable. I felt like I wasn't going to fall and die every two seconds I'm riding down the sidewalk, if you know what I'm saying. So I kept trying, and I I tried. And coming around the second year of trying out a kickflip, I thought to myself. I said, "Well, look. I keep telling myself to keep doing these things. Why don't I just put what I'm in my head, what I'm saying, aside, and I just try to do the kickflip? What if I just throw one out there and I just try to do this kickflip?" So I went outside, grabbed my board, and I cruised around. Did a couple of ollies. Did a couple of basic tricks just to warm up my legs. And I remember, I put my back wheels in a crack in the sidewalk, and I remember telling myself, I was like, look, if I fall, I fall. It's part of skating, we all gotta go through it. I might as well just give the kickflip a shot now. And I told myself, put all your thoughts aside, think of something different. And I went blank-minded, I remember popping, Flicking and everything just happened right under my feet. My board flipped so perfectly perfectly timed And I landed I landed the board clean and it was two years of Essentially killing myself trying to learn this trick and it all Just happened right there in the matter of a half a second two years of my life was spent But that feeling I got after landing that kickflip it was something different. It was something I just knew that if I put my mind to it, I can do anything. If Tony Hawk can go 30 feet in the air and jump a ramp, why can't I? I mean, Tony Hawk's like what, 55, 54 years old now, almost 60, like if he can do it, why can't I? And I, and that's what really stuck with me in skateboarding. And now I'm on to tricks like tray flips, which according to ridechannel.com again, A tray flip is when the board spins 360 degrees and does a kickflip at the same time. So, my skating has really progressed. and And that makes me want to bring up another topic. If any of you guys have any trouble in skateboarding, just put it aside. Don't worry about it. It'll all go away. In a couple of months, you'll be looking back at when you were trying to learn the trick that you're doing first try now, and you'll realize that that's the fun part about skateboarding, is skateboarding's all about learning. It's all about the stepping stones to get to where you want to be, and skateboarding's all about the patience. If you don't have patience, skateboarding's probably not the sport for you. Cause there, I'm a very impatient person, and let me tell you, there were a couple of times where I wanted to just absolutely throw my board on the ground and break it just because I couldn't land that one trick I wanted, and it really bugged me. For instance, when I was learning tray flips, I just could not keep the board under me. Whatever I did, no matter how I scooped the board, which is when you bring your back foot and make the board do the 360 rotation, no matter how hard I scooped the board, no matter how hard I flicked the board, the board would always shoot out behind me. And it was a problem I had forever. Until I eventually learned that, hey, if you lean the correct position and you put your head over your back foot, that board will stay right under you like nothing. And once I learned that, I realized that skating's all mental. Skating's a whole mental game. I'd say skateboarding's probably 90% mental and 10% physical ability. Because look at all these other skaters. For instance, again, Tony Hawk, he's almost 60 years old. That man is still doing insane stuff, stuff that I would never imagine myself doing. So if you guys ever have any trouble in skateboarding, Just keep your mind on your goals. Keep your mind on where you want to be and keep your mind off of where you are now. That will help you progress 10 times faster and that will help you see yourself being a better skater, which will ultimately make you a better skater. So to end off this episode, I would like to give the third and final hint to who my favorite skater is. Now, I got to kind of be a little careful with this hint because... This hint can actually reveal a lot. And with the previous three hints I've already given, you guys might be able to tell who this skater is. But what I would like to say is that he put out a Thrasher part just recently and a Spitfire part just recently following his three other video parts and his uh, first real street part called Verso. So if you guys have any ideas, Put your idea down in the comment below who my favorite skater is. And if any of you guys need help with like learning any skate tricks or telling your story or telling other people how to progress in skateboarding, put down that down in the comments below as well. I mean, this could be one community where everybody learns how to skateboard better and that would be awesome. So I'd like to end off this episode by saying thank you and let's move on to the outro. All right, so I'd like to end it off with a little recap So this episode, we talked about how I got my first skateboard, what got me into skateboarding. We talked about the first trick I ever learned, the hardest trick I ever learned, and the tricks I'm at now. Um, I'd like to end this off with saying thank you for listening. Truly, if you guys have any advice to give to other skaters, make sure to leave that in the comments below. If you guys have a good idea who my favorite skateboarder is, also put that down below. So this episode is a product of the Jordan High School, Jordan, Minnesota Creative Communications class. Find more episodes of the Creative Communications podcast on iTunes and Spotify. Once again, this is your host, Michael. And remember to keep skating fast.